Welcome to the Port City Community Church Podcast. You're listening to our weekday summer series where we're exploring what it would look like to treat this summer as a Sabbath. Sabbath is a time set apart to experience rest as we deliberately stop working and trust in God's provision. To help us find new rhythms of Sabbath rest, we're reading through the Psalms together. Each week, we'll focus on one Psalm, taking a different perspective each day. This will allow the scripture to encourage, challenge, and inspire us. Why, my soul, are you downcast? I know, it's not the type of question you were expecting to greet you on a Monday, and it might have caught you off guard. Or maybe it feels relatable. As we turn the page to a new week, and with it, a new psalm, we encounter the remarks of a soul in anguish. Despair is the backdrop for Psalm 42. But as we reflect on its words, we will learn how we, as followers of Jesus, pull ourselves out of a pit of despair and find our footing even when our immediate circumstances remain the same. So before we begin our exploration of Psalm 42, I want to provide a space for you to consider and pray about the places where your soul is downcast. Don't run from these places, but instead lean into them while leaning on God for support. Father, thank you for today. This Monday, we are reminded that your mercies are new, and today can be like a fresh start. But a fresh start doesn't mean that we act like we have it all together or that our lives are perfect. Father, you know us better than we know ourselves. So as we come before you, help us to be honest. Allow our vulnerability to reinforce our trust in you. As we share with you, help us to notice the difference between our feelings and your truth. Lord, help us to experience your nearness today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So far in our journey through the Psalms, we've reflected mainly on the words of King David, and rightfully so, as he wrote large portions of it. But other voices contributed to this collection of poems and spiritual songs. People like Asaph, Solomon, Moses, and others who aren't named. The sons of Korah, A group of priests who oversaw and led worship at the temple wrote 11 of the psalms, including Psalm 42. These words, expressing the depths of the human heart, were more likely used in public worship. A bit of context is needed to bring more insight into the words we're about to read. One of Korah's sons is far away from home, away from family and friends, and the place where he felt a particular closeness and connection to God, the temple. Instead, they find themselves far away from Jerusalem, with some scholars suggesting they're in exile. Facing a relentless onslaught of harassment from their captors, they endure constant ridicule for their faith in a seemingly absent, powerless, and silent God. Psalm 42 combines lament, longing, and a determined loyalty to God. With this in mind, I invite you to listen or follow along in your Bible as we read this passage together. As you do, Pay attention and make note of any words, phrases, or themes that stand out to you. Psalm 42 says this, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. 
how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mazar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony, as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, Where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. That's a lot to unpack and an impossible task to do in a single episode, but that's the beauty of sitting with Psalm 42 for an entire week. It enables us to take our time, to slow down, and chew on all of its wisdom. What we'll notice this week during our time together are five habits that we should display as Jesus followers during those times when we find our souls downcast. So let's read Psalm 42 once again, but this time just the first two verses. Psalm 42, 1-2 says this, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Take a moment to reflect on what we just read quietly. How did wrestling with feelings of despair reveal the author's spiritual thirst? In an attempt to capture the depths of what he was experiencing, the author leans on a familiar imagery in scripture, water and thirst. This time, it's a deer on the run, in the desert, at the point of exhaustion. The deer needs to plant themselves by the stream and to drink from its goodness, or they will perish. And far away from home in exile, facing relentless taunting from his enemies, the stranger in a strange land cries out much in the same. The author finds himself beyond thirsty, but he's not looking for relief from his circumstance. He has an aching longing for a relationship with his creator. When we're thirsty, we look everywhere for a drink, but temporary things never lead to a long-term fulfillment. They may provide momentary relief, but they're incapable of quenching our thirst. Unlike the world's desires that lead to empty places and dry wells, our fulfillment in Christ is tied to a greater sustaining source. Like our bodies require water to function, our souls desperately need God to flourish. Because God created us in his image, we have a spiritual thirst that only God can satisfy. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. As we walk with God, we begin to realize that all of our longings and desires find their resting place in him. Take a moment and consider. Where do you find yourself spiritually thirsty? Let's read today's passage slowly one more time and remind ourselves that we stand blessed and forgiven. 
Pay attention to what's not present in the life of the blessed individual. Psalm 42, 1-2 says this, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? There'll be hunger pains, and it'll take a toll on your body. But if you had to, you could survive without food for weeks. However, access to water is a different story and a more dire need. An unquenched thirst can be deadly, with three days being our limit. It is in this picture of thirst that the author uses to describe his spiritual need, his longing to connect with God and his community inside the temple. The beauty of the gospel message speaks to God's unlimited supply of life-giving water and our unhindered access to God, our every longing satisfied. When can we go and meet with God? The cross settled that question. No matter where we are, and regardless of what we face, we're welcome in his presence. He's not in a temple. He resides in our hearts. There will be seasons like the author encountered when God feels distant and a million miles away, but he is by our side, bringing us comfort, guidance, and most importantly, his presence. Those dark nights of the soul give way to the morning where his mercies are new and greet us. God removed every obstacle that could hinder us and invited us to come close confidently. We have complete access to him And likewise, he has full access to us. The miracle of the prayer is not the answer, but the access. We must ask ourselves what we are doing with what we have at our disposal. Access is more than just entering in. It's also about staying in. So, as we begin to wrap up our time together, we want to provide you with some space to respond to what we read and maybe to what God is trying to say to you through Psalm 42. First, Take a moment to process this question. What are you doing with the access to God that the cross gives you? Another question to consider is this. How can you quench your spiritual thirst by being aware of his presence as you go about your day today? Now, take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time, and then I'll come back and share a prayer for all of us. Father God, you satisfy my every thirst. All of my longings find their fulfillment in you. When my soul is downcast, help me to remember and trust that you care, you hear my cries, and you are with me. Let me lean into the access that I have to you and run to you unhindered with my worries, fears, and concerns. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Tomorrow, we'll look at another habit that we can utilize when our soul is downcast, when we find ourselves grieving, and when we're facing adversity. We'll explore the power of a one-word question. Why? Until then, blessings. Thank you.